Well, hello, everyone. This is Steve Kemp with the People Not Titles podcast, and we are so pleased and excited to welcome um, author, podcast host, and coach for attorneys, Steve Fretzen. Steve, welcome uh, to the program, and we're so glad to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to being here. Yeah, excellent. So, Steve, let's get right into it. Um, you know, how did you get started with what you're doing? Uh, what was the first thing that you started uh, that inspired you to start um you know, this journey of really coaching attorneys to take their business to the next level. Yeah. So I'm not an attorney, always a good place to start. And I also never thought in a million years that I would do anything in the legal space or work with attorneys. In fact, I'll take it so far as to share that my father is a retired attorney and going through, you know, junior high and high school was not always pleasant uh, because he never stopped asking me questions and he never stopped until I gave him an answer. And he could always tell when I was when I was not telling the truth. So he was a very tough, <laughs> tough character. Wow. Uh, it still is to this day. I mean, I get on the phone with him and I just want to say hi and get off the phone in 10 minutes. And it, it never ends that way. He's always <laughs> got more and more questions and it just keeps going, but you know, God bless him. And so I, I started a business back in 2004 uh, called sales results Inc. And it was helping entrepreneurs to grow sales and sales teams. And I never thought again that I'd work with attorneys, but then the recession hit in 2008 and the first attorney called me, uh, got referred by a very successful client of mine. Uh, he said, Hey, you know, I heard what you did for this guy. Can you do that for me? I said, well, let's find out. And sure enough, we did. And then I got another attorney and then another, and then a law firm and it went on and on. And within about a year and a half, uh, it was about 85% of my business. So much so that not only did I change my name because sales results was a scary, scary name for attorneys, but I also, um, so I changed it to Fretz and Inc. But I also, uh, you know, had to really customize everything that I was doing for the legal space and to make sure that lawyers felt comfortable that I wasn't really teaching sales. I was really teaching them uh, soft skills, questioning, listening, understanding, empathy, and really how to walk a buyer through a buying decision, essentially how to do all the things that they never learned in high school and do it in a way that could make a lawyer feel comfortable growing business and never feeling like a salesman. That's great, Steve. So Steve, is most of your business dealing with real estate attorneys or are you covering a wider breadth of uh, legal? Yeah, I'm really businesses? covering every practice area. The only lawyers that don't really work with me are the ones that get all of their business from online means. So if they're like a personal injury attorney that's getting, you know, it's investing a million dollars in in ads and is getting $5 million in revenue from it, um, they're not going to want to, you know, hire me to help them on the business development front. I have worked with some personal injury attorneys, but again, not the masses. I think it's really across the spectrum of all different practice areas. Um, I stopped working with law firms about two years ago with the pandemic. I only work with individual attorneys, but across the board. Great. So Steve, and so what's the process of engaging you, Steve? Is it, is there, you know, maybe just take us through the journey of a typical case study of someone who sat down with you and then how they engage and then what has kind of been the success opportunity for them? Yeah, I mean, the first piece is um, identifying that, that there's a fit. So I, I sit down with an attorney for about 30 minutes, sometimes 45. We usually do it over Zoom. And my job is to, is yes, to answer questions about my programs, but more importantly, to ask questions and do and teach them how I do a sales-free selling process, because that's eventually what they're going to learn if we engage. And the goal of it is to, is to truly understand that not only does the lawyer have 
have, have gaps that can be filled or, or skills that can be built, but also what's the commitment level, the ambition, the interest in going through a program and working with a coach and, and really taking things to the next level. So I have to really qualify that because I have a limited amount of time and space and energy, and I sure. want to only work with the best and brightest attorneys, the ones that are, that are really going to go out and, and, and make things happen with the right coaching. So that's sort of step one. Step two for lawyers that engage in my coaching and training program is I, is I work with them one-on-one for a, a few sessions, get some planning in place some tracking systems. Um, then I bring them into a class. I have an actual class of 15 attorneys from around the country, uh, solos to big firm, from very small books to multi-million dollar books. Doesn't really matter. They all have, again, those, those same gaps. Not, they don't have a plan. They don't, they don't have a, a process to follow to make business development uh, and marketing so sustainable and, and growable. Um, they're not locking up the size and, and type of clients they want at all the time. So we're working on all these things together in a classroom environment, one-on-one. And I'm also on full retainer. So they're getting a lot of me over about eight months. And the goal is that by the time we're done, they've got everything internalized. They've got everything built in and they're just a trained assassin that could just go out and get business and develop business for the rest of their career. And that's what gets me up every day is, is watching that growth, watching that transformation. And then ultimately, you know, I get some nice testimonials and I get some nice referrals from it. And it's, it's just, I know I'm leaving people in a better place to provide for their families, their kids, their, their, their firms, uh, if they go out on their own, great, then they can build a nice law practice of their dreams. So it's all happening. And it's just, it's just a matter of finding the right people that are willing to, 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 to spend time with me and go through that process. Um, I also, just so you know, Steve, have a program for very successful attorneys that, are, that don't have those gaps, but they're always looking to learn and they're looking to uh, collaborate with other attorneys in the form of peer advisory groups. I have the Rainmakers Roundtable and the Business Developers Roundtable, and those are putting eight to 10 attorneys in a room together once a month and having them, and I facilitate their best practices, sharing ideas, overcoming challenges, accountability. It's just like a, like a family of lawyers that uh, don't compete against each other. They're, they can talk about things that they can't talk about at their firm, and they love it. They absolutely get a lot wow. out of it. So I've got two different programs for different types of people, but all lawyers, all individuals, and uh, it's all about growth and, and making it happen. So you have a gr- you have a, this group that's looking to grow that gets put in this process where you find out there's a fit, then you get them in a coaching program and you help them build and grow, and that lasts for about a year. About eight months. About eight months, and then yep. after those eight months, are you just kind of cut them loose? Well, some of them transition over into the peer advisory roundtables because they don't want to, they, they, they know they've got it and they, they know they can go, you know, get whatever they want. However, they also like the idea of hanging out with other successful clients that I've worked with and having regular ongoing accountability and conversations on, on business development, best practices. I mean, I bring in top rainmakers and and marketing experts as guest speakers for these groups. I mean, I really make sure that they're getting value out of every session so that, uh, the learning doesn't end with me, but but my piece ends, but then they can keep learning from each other and from other experts I bring in. Wow. And Steve, what I can see too is how you just get more valuable year after year because you are working with these people. You're taking them through the process of success. You're meeting with these people that probably have ideas that you haven't even thought of, right? That you're able just to glean from and then offer that to the next group of people that are going through your program. Bravo. 
Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's it's uh, again, it's all about uh, their their growth and their continuing to want to build a bigger book. I mean, I've got guys at two and three million that want to get to four. They want to get to five. They want to run the firm. They want to make equity. They want to, you know, they want to make sure they can take as many vacations as they want without anybody batting an eye because they're delegating all their work out. This is the life that lawyers, for some lawyers, not all lawyers, but some lawyers want to lead. They want to control their clients. They want to control their destiny. They want to be able to kind of call the shots. And when you have your own clients, your own book of business, and it's portable, and it's, 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 it's what you have, uh, it'll just allows for a lot more flexibility in, in a lifestyle that, that attor- some attorneys have, and most attorneys don't. Yeah, that, I was going to kind of drill down on that. I, I know that you, you seem to be a quality of life kind of guy. And uh, it's not, you know, success is not just about how much billable or whatever it is. Yep. So talk maybe a little bit about that, the people that have gone through your program. It's not just, oh, I made more money, but talk about the impact you've made on their lives. Yeah, I mean, some for some lawyers, like in real estate right now, or, or this last year, year and a half, it's been crazy. And they've had more business than they've ever had, but they've also never worked harder for that money. And some of it is, is that they could go after bigger deals, bigger realtors, uh, and, and, and instead of, you know, kind of nickel and diming with the local real estate guy, they could go out and get a group. They can go out and get someone who's, you know, locking up 20 deals a year and they're getting all those referrals. Um, and how do they delegate? You know, now I start getting into the internal workings of the firm and realize that, you know, geez, a, a paralegal would change everything. An associate would change everything. And they just sometimes don't know how to build it out. They know like how to, how to bring it, it in, but then yeah. if you bring it in and all you do is make yourself nuts because you're bringing in three, $400,000 a year. Great. But now you're not living a life. You're just a slave to the, to the work and the billable hour and getting those deals done. So we need to look at, at all the different moving parts to make sure someone's living that balanced life and that they're enjoying their family, their vacations. They can step away and not have everything fall to pieces. Yeah. And you know, Steve, I, I, uh, you made a point earlier. So I ran a business. I ran a, a, a large mortgage firm. It was my own and title agency. One of the biggest struggles I had, I had no one to talk to. I had no one to bounce ideas off of. I had no one that would, I, you know, I couldn't find out what are they doing. I mean, you, you figure out ways to do that, but you seem like the real hub of the spokes where they could talk to you and you just bring the breadth of experience nationwide, new ideas, innovation, something, one little tweak that they haven't thought about. Next thing you know, they take their business to the next level of their life. Yeah. I mean, I've got a call this afternoon with a client of mine who is, he's a victim of his own success. I mean, he just hired me recently. So I can't take credit for, for how well he's doing because he's just the timing of, of estate planning and probates and the things that he's doing are just, he's just got so much coming in. So he, he like, for example, missed one of the classes. And so I kind of pinged him like, you know, Hey Ryan, what's up? Why'd you miss the class? What's going on? And he said, Steve, I'm cooking. Everything's, you know, crazy and all that. He says, but I'm now I'm getting worried. I'm not gonna be able to handle all the work. I said, well, then you should call me. We should have a 30 minute chat, which is happening later today to discuss um, how to hire an associate, how to, how to get the work off your plate, like in the short term until that associate's hired, it isn't easy to hire right now. So what are the interim things that I can help advise him on to make sure that he doesn't start failing in his ex- the expectations he sets with clients to get work done. So, I mean, if I can't do it, I try to be a resource either from advisory standpoint or look at all the resources that I've developed through my podcast, through my relationships and friendships, through my network, 
And I like to be able to push people off on other smart people that maybe, you know, can help them with the books, can help them with hiring, can help them with, um, you know, operations and other things that I'm not as integral in. That's great. Yeah. So that kind of shared service resource that you are for them a little bit. Yeah. I want to be their so, go-to person, even if it isn't something I can directly help them with or have that expertise in. Yeah. And that speaks to Steve, your decision in 04, 05 or whatever to really focus on one industry. I think that's really served you well to say, I'm only going to focus, focus on the legal uh, aspects of it and, you know, law firms and in fact, single law firms. One of the, one of the classic um, kind of uh, steps in sales is be really targeted and focused on who you're working with. And I, I applaud you for, you know, taking that, well, you're, you're a sales results guy. So you knew that yeah. uh, be targeted well, is going to be key to be effective. I think I was feeling a bit like a hypocrite because I'd been, you know, I was spending a, um, a year and a half, you know, talking to lawyers about specialization and the importance of building a brand around a practice area and industry, something that's going to separate a lawyer from the pack. And I hadn't really pulled the trigger myself yet. So I think it, it, it made sense at some point when you realize something is such a large majority of your business. I mean, that's a limited risk. I mean, me just deciding from day one to go into legal wouldn't have ever happened. You know, I've worked in over 50 industries and only in doing that and then realizing how well I fit with legal did I really pull the trigger and, and make that a reality. But uh, it, it, took, it took a lot of evidence and proof and, and, and experience for me to make that uh, transition. And I've never regretted it. Not for a minute. It's awesome. And Steve, talk about your book there. Um, legal business development isn't rocket science. Just, you know, what, what, what is the difference between working with you and just getting your book? I mean, I get it. You know, you're going to be, have your whole mindset brain yeah. trust, but people could just get your book and go, okay, I want to see what this guy's all about. And then yeah. engage yeah. with you know? Yeah. And so I get that all the time. And, uh, and, and, and it's, it's great. I mean, look, the books are there to give tips, advice, thoughts. Um, unfortunately, lawyers, they read a lot of things, but they don't execute. And that's really the beast. And there's a lot of intricacies with, um, you know, reading something and executing on it, customizing it to yourself, to your practice area, to your audience, to your potential clients. So uh, we, you and I were talking about fishing earlier. Um, and it's like, I could read a book on fishing and here's how you tie a knot and here's how you throw it in. And here's how you, you know, jig for, you know, for a bass or whatever, not anywhere near as good as going out with a guide and having him actually physically show you how to Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. That's a great analogy. Like in the water. So I act as that guide on the water, uh, you know, really not only teaching them all these skills, customizing it for them as a person, as a practice area, uh, we pre-plan before people go into meetings to make sure that they've got everything lined up with questions and, and, and research and prep. Sometimes we talk after a meeting to debrief. It's like watching the game tapes after a football game to see why the quarterback got sacked five times, 10 times. So there's so much more to coaching and training and advisory than a book will provide. But look, I'm not going to be a fit for everybody. Not everybody's going to want to make that investment of time, money, energy. So what's the next best thing to at least dip your toe in the water books, podcast videos on YouTube. It's all out there. I put tons of content out there and I hope that people can use it. Even if we never work together, I'm trying to, to make a difference in the industry, not just for the, the few that I work with each year. That's great. Bravo for you. I, I think that's another, you have, you have, a, a, uh, you have an abundance mentality as opposed to hoarding all the knowledge for the secret meeting with you, you know, and all that. So I, that's another aspect that I really respect. 
Well, Steve, in kind of in wrapping up, I want to say that Land Trust is really excited to be sponsoring a, a CLE that we're going to be hosting in early June with you. And maybe just cover just for a few minutes some of the you know some of the things that our attorneys can expect who attend that CLE. You know what kind of uh, deliverables that you're going to be bringing to them on that day. Yeah, so there's really you know a couple different things that I work on with with lawyers every year, and uh, sometimes it's business development, which is more like networking and um, and development of strategic partners and things, and that that's all great stuff, and I, I'd love to talk about it. But the piece that's missing for many attorneys is the marketing piece. It's the, how are they differentiating? How are they getting their name out there? How are they getting, for example, the, the realtors to notice them, to take the meeting? How are they providing content and, and using and leveraging social media in a way that's going to be productive and be worthwhile? And I think it's a big mystery to many attorneys. Um, many of them just, I hate social media. And like, that's the end of the conversation. And look, there's a lot of it that I hate too. And I know that it's, you know, I've seen this, the social dilemma and all the things that it's, you know, all the badness that happens with, with, with marketing and social media. We've got to find that sliver of good. We've got to find the, the, the sliver of it that actually benefits our business and benefits the, us on how we build relationships and build brand in the marketplace that's very crowded. And that's really what this talk is going to be about. Yeah, people throw out the baby with the bathwater and realize that the baby is still the most precious thing in there. And there's a, it's a new way of communicating. You know, you don't throw out your cell phone because you don't like social media or some apps. Yeah. You leverage your cell phone for the use of how it's going to be best suited for you. So yeah, and I like part that. Of, part of what I, what I try to try to do again is, is give people actionable tactical things that they can do that aren't going to be too difficult, that aren't going to be too time uh, intrusive. Um, you know, it, it's, it's walk away with three to five things that are execution, you know, that you can execute on, and that's going to be worth the hour plus the CLE. So um, I'm going to give a, you know, I'll probably give 10 or 20 takeaways, but the goal is if everybody walks away with three to five, they execute on a couple. I mean, that's going to be worth, worth its, its weight in gold. Right. Plus people are going to get a copy of the, an e, an e-copy of your book. And I think, you know, I am a big believer in personal coaching and training to take you to the next level. I think that that is a great way since Elantros is sponsoring it and it is actually going to be at no cost to the attorneys. I think it's a great way to do kind of a soft interview for you, for the, for people to see, Hey, is this a guy that, you know, Hey, he's local here. He's helping people nationwide. How do I tap into the brain trust? And they'll be able to meet you personally. Yeah. And uh, are you still taking more uh, new clients, Steve? Yeah, I'm taking new clients, uh, but in full transparency, you know, again, as, as critical as people need to be when they make a, a, a coaching hire or any kind of uh, bringing any kind of vendor into your world, right? You're real careful as a buyer. I'm also real careful. So I, I again, ask a lot of questions. I try to make sure it's a fit. I want to make sure the person's highly committed to participate and, and, and play ball. And so, but, but, you know, if I talk to four or five people and, and one or two of them are a good fit, then that's a great ratio for me. Um, and again, uh, I've taken out about 30 uh, full-blown training clients, coaching clients a year. And then the uh, peer advisory groups are kind of wide open, but not everybody fits, for, fits in those groups because many of the attorneys that I talk to, they're not, they're not you know, ready for that prime time type of, uh, of engagement yet. Awesome. Well, great. Well, Steve, we're looking forward to it. I want to thank you for sharing time and, with us today on the podcast. And I just want to say we're looking forward to having you uh, live action in front of our group in Oak Brook in June. Uh, so um, thanks a lot. We appreciate the work that you're doing, making the uh, legal industry 
just a better place for people to be. And, um, you know, just say, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. We'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye.